coming at you out of Anchorage, Alaska. It is Brave in the K-Hive. Um, I think we're going to call this episode White Lives Matter in the Struggle Dome. So we're ready. Get ready. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Okay. So I don't know what intro I had on there because I haven't done it yet. So <laughs> Um, here we go. Let's do another show because I did one like last week, but I feel like maybe I should do them twice a week. I look well, at the end of last week and it's the beginning now of the next week. So a lot of stuff happened over the weekend and I've been sitting here on Twitter all day. I was supposed to record last night, but I fell asleep. So I didn't, um, so I'm doing it today. Ooh. And it's like one, so I'm really late. Um, the primary really sucks. This year really sucks. 2019 is not a good year. I'm hoping that when we move into the next year, shit will get a little bit better. But this is too much. I'm just like dying from, like, I don't know. It's just everybody's really nasty right now. And um, we're already going to have to deal with Trump, um, you know, after this. So I don't understand why people are getting so nasty with other Democrats about their candidate. Like, yeah, you know, we're we're getting complaints about the K-Hive because, you know, we ask mean questions. But, you know, we don't go and look you up and dox you or anything like that. I won't even fuck with nobody that does like that. Or stuff like that because I mean look at all the shit they did to me but like um you know they come over to us like I don't go over to anybody that's talking about me and like be like what are you saying why, why are you saying I don't give a fuck say whatever you gotta say say it over there don't bring it up in my face you know I don't want to I don't want to hear it I've seen you know screenshots of people having meetings about me and that's hilarious um you know and it's people that you're like please what the fuck are you worried about me for you know what I mean but um like people act like they have ownership over people and it's just it's just Twitter y'all Twitter is not the real world you know that um a lot of the people that I know on Twitter if you know me at all, then we know each other on Facebook too. So, and like, you can always, um, friend me on Facebook. It's like, whatever. But, um, cause at least there, you know, you could, we can see that each other are real people or whatever. I've had people follow me on, um, Twitter and then come on Facebook. And that's how I realized that something was wrong. Like, cause their profile's weird and like, I'll go Google their picture and I'll find out that like, what? this ain't your picture. So like, yeah, whatever. That's how we find out where the real trolls are. I don't do too much DMing on um Twitter either because my DM box just goes, I can just see it moving. I don't, I can't fuck with that. I can't handle that. My anxiety is too bad. Um, makes me anxious. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'd be worried like, oh God, is it going to be more penises? Because I get, like, penises, guys dressed up in onesies with diapers on, shit like that. I don't have time for that. It fucks my equilibrium up. I can't fucking deal with that. And, like, when I just get a, a mystery dick, 
fucks me up for hours. I'm like, just like, oh, gross. And I can't even fucking think anymore. Like, I, I'm just like, ugh, my anxiety goes up. And I got, I got to think about your dirty, skinny, nasty, bony pelvis and your nasty, small, probably unwashed penis. I just don't like that, you know, so I I do wish like there was like some sort of uh, technology to screen dicks out of your DM, you know, so that way you could never get a dick pic. I don't ever want one. I really don't. If I want one, I'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? But um, it better be worth my time. But I don't get any that are worth my time. Just these nasty bird's nest of gray hair. And just like, come on, man. Nobody want to see that shit. Shit is gross. Um, I know. Now I'm talking about dick already. Fuck. Okay. So let's see what we're going to talk about. I think this episode is... Um, I think it's White Rhythm Remix. Um, and that's just because one of the pieces I wrote, watch me name it something else, um, it was uh, about that um, rally that Warren did. Warren's been going around giving speeches to Black people about Black history and stuff like that. Um, I don't approve because I feel like hey you should have been in the struggle you're skipping that part right you're skipping doing any of the work and you're going right into uh trying to teach it to us and we're and i'm like you know who set this up who who doesn't look at her realistically and say oh okay well you don't really have any history with us maybe you shouldn't be out here lecturing on stuff that you never participated in um you would have never been helpful in and uh, that's the thing with Warren. There's a disconnect right there. And it's becoming more and more obvious and more people are seeing it. I'm not understanding how any black people can overlook the her lack of give a fuck towards their rights. But if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But never think that I'm going to follow you down that fucking dark hole. And um, don't ever fucking step to me because I will cuss you out. Um, and I will tell you exactly what you're doing and how I see you and, um, I'm mean, so please don't. Thanks. Um, also I don't, I don't really give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Who you are. Thanks. Um, so we had, um, Warren had that rally. I think I might've talked about it last time, but Warren had that rally. She was talking, she was telling some speech about, um, I guess they were laundresses. They were, they, they were doing that. And um, she got interrupted by a group, um, Powerful Parent Network. And the Powerful Parent Network, they protested her. They wanted to speak. They wanted to talk to her. So um, it interrupted her speech. Ayana got her ass on there. And she's like, you know, telling them about how, you know, some people don't know this story and blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. Does it? That doesn't mean Warren has to be the one to tell it to him. Okay. You know, maybe won't you, won't you go ahead and tell him about it, you know, and, and she shuts up and goes back there and talks to the people and here's what they got to say, but whatever she, she got to finish her thing. I, I felt like it was so gross. Um, having this woman who had, she had the position, the power, the ability to at all times be able to speak out on civil rights. I mean, you're a professor you got tenure finally at Harvard. 
you couldn't step out of your role at some time and speak up on civil rights, you, you to this day can't talk to diversity, okay? Something's wrong there with Warren and I'm trying to figure it out. What is the disconnect there? What is wrong with her? And I haven't quite figured it out. There's so many things that are just awful. And she says the opposite and you're like, what's going on here? You know, if you've changed, you need to show me some evidence of this change that you're not just um, paying lip service to whatever I'm saying right here. You like, oh, I'm so, I'm so into social justice. I'm so I care so much. Okay, well, show me some evidence of you doing something. Oh, I just focused on money. Like, okay, yeah. Um, so she got interrupted by the powerful parent network. Um, the one that the lady that runs the she the, was doing the powerful parent network. Um, she has her own thing called Memphis Lift that she's doing with other parents, and it's um an advocacy group, right? So you have Memphis Lift, and that's her job. That's what she does for a living, and she was trying to do some outside activism on her own with her daughter to get people down there to talk to Elizabeth Warren because she did not like her, edu uh, her education plan. And um, her name is Sarah Carpenter. Sarah Carpenter is the executive director of the Memphis Lift. She went down there with her daughter, um, Notoria, and she, and there was that Dianicha Fields. I don't know if they're both her daughters or what, not sure. But, you know, I don't need their family tree. <laughs> okay, so they were they have been saying that these women are paid to protest Elizabeth Warren. And they were paid by um, the Walton family from Walmart. Okay. I have spent several days looking through to try to see what's going on with this. And the only thing I found out is for the Memphis Lift, um, which is a school choice, they receive grants for operating costs to run their program from the Walton Foundation. How does that mean they were paid to protest? This shit, none of that shit makes sense. I don't even know if the Walton family are against Elizabeth Warren in particular. I, we don't know that. And like, nobody even came up with that part. Like, what is the motivation for that? Why, why, why would they pay them to do that? And I'm looking back. So I look back through the last few years and I see her giving a Ted talk um, and a couple other little speeches um, on school choice. Well, naturally the outcome of someone who is a school choice advocate uh, who believes that charter school saved her own grandson's life. If you're talking about doing things to harm char charter school, well, of course she's going to come protest you. That's like the natural conclusion. Why would the Waltons have to do anything to get her to do that? It's like saying that black people don't have, don't do anything on their own. Everything has to have some old white man in control. That shit ain't cool. So Basically, I'm saying that if you're seeing things around there that, oh, they're Walton, that's some bullshit and you need to go and you need to ask the people directly. Um, I went and looked at their Twitter feeds. 
all I had to do was go look at their Twitter feeds. Otherwise, I would have tried to call their office. <laughs> but all I saw was them planning to go and protest Elizabeth Warren. I saw they had been given little little get they had little get togethers. They were recording and the speeches that where they were talking about it and getting people on the bus and getting money together and thanking people that donated and everything you would do if you were organizing a protest. Uh, they did these women wrong. And what they did when they did this, these women wrong like this by just labeling them, um, oh, paid for, but they took away something from their opportunity to get their word out. So now you're just, you're blunting their message and you're, you're preventing them from getting it out and you're spreading this, the word that they are illegitimate. You're delegitimizing their whole thing. And that's unfair. I, I'm kind of still pissed about it. Mm. I wrote a whole 3000 word thing on it. <laughs> um, I get so irritated and it's not fair, you know, cause it's hard to get money together to do something like that. And when you have all these white people in the media immediately delegitimize you as a, you know, someone who really gives a shit about what you're doing, you stop them from being able to get anything done. But fuck it. I watched the video of them giving, um, talking, well, talking to Warren. These people were so nice to her. They tried to help her understand. They repeated themselves. I could see that the gentleman was getting frustrated because he was having to repeat himself and he was talking about things that were in her plan that she didn't know about. And he's like, wait, this is your plan. Don't you know what's in your plan? And at the end, you could see he basically concluded that she doesn't know what's in her plan. And I've concluded this about her a long time ago. She don't write those plans and she doesn't bother to read them before she has to go and speak about them or anything. She's still, it's, she's quite lazy. I don't know whether it's because she's gotten older or whether she's just gotten away with doing the bare minimum or maybe she's like, I did my job and I did all the hard work and now I'm going to just let my staffers do it. But, you know, She's been doing this a lot. She did this on um, criminal justice too, where she got asked questions because she was meeting with some activists and black activists and she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. And this is something she does often with black people, which is why I say she has an issue with race because she doesn't take it seriously and she doesn't feel like she has to. I don't like that. She's able to charm her way out of situations with white people where she can just, you know, talk around the fringes of it and be all basic and just, you know, okey shrug and ha 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 and my mom and my pa and then everything's fine. And they're just like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Pa, ma, me, ma. And it's good. It's not with black people. We're like, wait, bitch, I don't have a me, ma. I have a grand grand and you sound dumb. Um, she doesn't have good manners. Oh, that's one thing that I got to say about the uh, white people in this um, primary. Biden has the best manners, even though he fucks up. 
you know, he knows how to speak. He knows how to introduce himself. He knows how to talk to your grandma. And people wonder why Biden does so well with black people, black people in the South, because he knows how to use his manners and everybody else is kind of uncouth. And like, I, I know, I know I'm from California, but my people are not from California. They're from Alabama. You can't talk to people a certain way. You can't just go up in people's face and call their grandma Jane. And that's not how you talk to people. And like, I don't even know where y'all get that. Why do you talk to people like that? That's not how we do. You don't do it like that. Um, Pete, he's in the church. I don't know why he's not having better luck with black people. And he, he may not know the rules, which is sad, um, of manners, the way you have to talk to people in order to show respect. There's a respect thing that I'm seeing, a deficit that I'm seeing with the white candidates towards black people. And we need to get that fixed up. Warren, she has pretty bad manners too. Very bad. She'll walk away when she's angry. Um, she's dismissive. You don't do all that. You don't do that. You don't do that. That's not how you talk to people. And she manages to get by by not spending very much time with black people at all. She's getting her, building herself up on just how she was shooting up in the polls. People started glomming onto that, but you know, the more she has to interact, the more people see, the less people like her. And like I'm just trying to say, like her, she was like in the top uh, ten least liked senators in their own state for a while. Um, she's only probably up out of there because she's running for president, and she's not there because when she's there, they'd be like, oh, I think she was. She had like. She was barely over um, where the positive negative, like she was like at 51% positive, 49% negative or something like that last year. It was bad. And like, I would probably want her to run for president too. Like, go, go get out of here so we can get a new senator. Um, <laughs> um, oh, Cause I stopped liking her. I liked her last year. I was even kind of emotional when she jumped into the race. Mm, 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 mm. As time has gone on, I have gone back and I have read about her. And I'm, the most of all, it was watching the videos of her answering questions. I despise how she answers questions. I don't like deceptive people. I like to be answered straight up. If you do that to me where you're like, I'm like, hey, is that red? You're like, well, the thing about that is if you're talking color, like, no, bitch, I asked you what if that is that red? Yes, no. If you, if you got to talk for 10 minutes first, before you can get to the answering that part, I don't trust shit you're doing. I, I don't even know if you're you because you're just a fake ass liar. Just tell me what the fuck I asked you to. So that's what happened with the, um, the protesters, the woman, she, I think she said she has, um, she had 16 grandkids. Um, yeah, that's quite a lot. So Sarah Carpenter, I think she said she has 16 grandkids. She says she cares about her grandkids. Charter school saved her grandson. Okay. She asked Warren a question she, when she was talking to her. She said, well, you know, I want school choice for mine, just like you had for yours. You know, I heard through the grapevine that <clears throat> your kid went to um, private school. And Warren's like, nope, 
both my kids went to public school. Later on, her her campaign comes out like, oh, oh yeah, her son did go to private school. But in that moment, she was trying to shut the woman down. She was trying to shut Miss Carpenter down. That she did not want to admit that, um, because then it would she would it would have been def a, de a defeat, right? Because you're telling her, oh well, I don't know, I don't know, and she's like, huh, yours got to go. And you're like, yeah, okay, because that would be a defeat for her. She's a lawyer. She knows what she was doing, and she knew she was being deceptive. And you can look at Sarah. You can go and look at her. Well, see, I went and, I went back and researched. Go look. She's a fucking open book. She'll tell you what she, she is, she's doing. You know what I'm saying? You go look at her videos. She's basically telling you everything about her life. Um you know, hey, I'm poor, I'm black, shit's hard. What I don't want is my kids to fail or to not succeed in life. And you know that when um black black boys they don't finish school, that's a free ticket to jail or death. So, you know, we all know that. Um the people that they find that end up, you know, being murder victims often didn't finish high school um the people that you find in jails um most of them did not finish high school you know i don't know how it is for white people i'm gonna assume that there's a socio-economic element to that too because you know there are white men in jail they all over the place there's a gang of white men in jail um so but for us it's different because we're looked at harder we're looked at longer um we're watched more um, we're assumed to be guilty. You know, we don't have that white skin to give us the, the, the innocent glow, <laughs> the glow of innocence. And that's some real shit. So we have to be careful and we do have to make sure our kids <clears throat> make it to college. I know, I know like not everybody has to go make it to trade school, make it to whatever, make it into the working world or whatever they're going to do so that they can be successful or we're basically throwing them away and that's not okay. So she's got 16 that she cares about that are hers, that she wants to make sure they make it. Warren did was not listening to her. I saw, I got a 16 minute video. A lot of you guys have only seen the two or three minute video. So I told you to read my articles and that's why you didn't see the 16 minute video and it's your fault. So Go ahead and read that. Um, you don't have to read it all, you know, if you just can't read that good. Go ahead and skip the re the, the, the letters and stuff and go watch all the videos because there's a video in there and that has it in there. Um, I didn't like the way they made these people look bad. It, it bothered me. Um, I took it personal because I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? We don't know anything about these people yet. And they're like, oh, no, they're just, you know, uh, uh, agents of this and that. Agents? Agents? What are you talking about? And, you know, that's what I mean. The media is drunk, okay? And they're also racist. I say it all the time. We have a white male media, and we need to stop that. 
white men should not be running the media no more. They need to start taking background jobs and we need to start pushing uh, women and black people and Asian Americans. We don't have enough Asian representation. Can we get some more of that? Some more Latinas. We need some Native American women. We need, uh, can I get a Samoan newscaster? I don't feel comfortable with the way the news is. I would like it delivered by a variety of faces so that I can feel comfortable because I came from a place like I was born in Hollywood and I don't really feel comfortable in a one race environment. Not even if it's black, I'm like, Oh shit, I'm going to end up being the one (laughs) that takes all the shit. (laughs) Uh, I'll be, I'll be the victim. No. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't like it when it's all the way white either. Cause I know I'm going to be the victim. I've already been there, you know? Um, so, uh, I got to see some, um, some, some more diversity and stuff. They say that my city is one of the most diverse cities, uh, especially two parts of town and, um, like in the country. And I could see that because people come, have to come up from here to here from everywhere. And, uh, cause I mean, that's Alaska, right? And you would think, oh, it's mostly white people. No, you got mostly white. Yeah, of course they're they're mostly there. They're mostly everybody everywhere, except for like in California. But we have a lot of Asians, and we have a lot of variety of Asians. Like they come from everywhere, and like that makes me happy. And then we got a lot of Africans from everywhere. Um, m- well, mostly from Somalia. But we got we got a lot of Nigerians coming in lately, and um, so some from the Gold Coast, and a few South Africans, and some Black people from Australia. Uh, that kind of Black person, Aboriginal, is that what the Aborigine? We got some of those in there, so we got those. And so, like, I'm feeling a little bit better because the city I live in a kind of white part, but I'll go back to the other part where I used to live in, and I feel better because it's like okay. I'm not going to be stared at because I look different. And I'm serious. I still feel that way sometimes when I'm in Whiteville. Like, oh, shit. Um, When I go to Wasilla, I do not like to go to Wasilla. And when people invite me to go do shit out there, I start asking, okay, so is it true that in Wasilla, you guys know all the black people that live in Wasilla? And they'll laugh and, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. No, that makes me, don't you, you guys don't think that's weird? You guys know them. You can count them on your fucking fingers. Fuck that. I'm not going to Wasilla. I got pulled over in Wasilla after being there for five minutes. And the cop was like, I've, I haven't seen you before. You pulled me over because you haven't seen me before. That's not even legal. Is that legal? Is that legal? You could just pull people over because you haven't seen it before. I, whatever. I wasn't going to make a report because I was getting the fuck out of Wasilla. Wasilla. I had weed in the car too. That was before weed was legal. So I was like, shit. I had sprayed so much fucking perfume. <laughs> I don't know why I was worried. It wasn't that much weed. But yeah, but I don't go out to Wasilla. That's, um, and you know, if somebody from Wasilla hears, they're, they're going to get their feelings hurt and be like, Wasilla's not like that no more. But they're gonna always going to say no more or some shit because they're not going to say it never was. It's really not cool. I don't like Wasilla. I don't like Palmer that much either, but I never really went in Palmer, but it's right there, like connected to Wasilla. No, I don't fuck you, Palmer. I ain't going, I ain't going there. Um, they did get a, a Walmart out there. I don't care. I'm not going. Mm. That's Sarah Palin's town. That's where her uh, son was at 
when he beat the shit out of his dad and made fluid leak out of his ear. So that's another reason I don't go to Wasilla because that's the Palin crime family hometown. And, um, you know, they have their okay corrals with each other out there. So we got that um, going on with Liz. She lied to the woman about her kid going to private school. The thing with Liz is she tells stupid lies. We already knew her kid went to private school because if you look through her uh, her writings, she she kind of gives up hints or tells things. And if you, somebody looked up her looked up the records already, uh, probably some right ringer, I don't know, but it made its way through, and you could see that he went to um, private school because somebody somebody's kid went to school with him have his yearbook and he's like uh-uh he was in school with me you know <laughs> so you know telling lies is stupid and i don't like liars because it's like first of all you you're playing me um you don't respect me but also you think i'm stupid enough to fall for it cuz i'm probably not going to believe you in the first place and i'm going to go look and try to find out you know what the truth is to debunk your ass so, you know, so if I ask you something, just tell the truth. Um, Pete, Pete is still at 0% with black people. Amazing. Um, I think he's about to start falling in the polls because of the the stuff that's coming out on him. And it's not because it's any worse than what he always says. It's because people are starting to finally frame it correctly. Um, I've been waiting for them to be like, Oh, that's not very nice to say. But like I like I said, he uses a lot of words to say shitty ass things about people. And I've been waiting for people to notice that. Like, don't you see that he just used a thousand words where a hundred would do? And he added some some nasty shit on the end. He does it. You gotta look at it though. You gotta hear him. You gotta decipher what he's saying. Pete thinks he's smarter than everybody. You know, I was always a smart kid too which is why I can't stand Pete because I always knew other smart kids and in like in gifted classes and whatever like that, there's always one of those, one of those motherfuckers, smug bitch asses. And they're always punk bitches. And they're always um, very sure of themselves. And they always have something nasty to say, um, but they couch it in $10 words. And if you don't have the vocabulary to understand what the fuck he's saying, then you think he's saying something benign, but he's not. I'm telling you, he's not benign. That's why I don't like Pete, because I feel like he's destructive. And I know he's not benign. And I know that the things that he's saying, what they mean, and he's just trying to trying to say them in a way where like you won't get it, you know? Like he's been saying things about black people that we get because like inherently you can feel that it's wrong right but you can't tell by which words like which words did he say that were racist it's the whole thing it's his framing of the issue that's racist just like he does with the cops thing right he he said that he fired the the police chief because he was under investigation and he didn't and he had to find out from someone else that he was under investigation. Nowhere in there do you find out that homeboy actually knew that he was under investigation or that he did that he 
thought he had to report it to Pete or anything. Like, what are you talking about? Nothing he's saying makes sense. It's a bullshit answer. But he uses a whole bunch of words and he fills up space and he gets people thinking like, okay, yeah, well, you can't have somebody under investigation. Yes, yes, you can. Bitch, what are you talking about? I was under FBI investigation. Sure was. Why? Because some asshole lied and made up some shit. And they investigated me. They passed it over to the Capitol Police. Capitol Police fucking investigated it. And he went back and saw, oh, okay, I see how they're taking this and blowing it way out of out of proportion. Being under investigation doesn't mean you did a goddamn thing. It just means somebody reported you and they had to they had to go ahead and look. So just in case. They don't want to have uh let some crazy fucking psycho killer go because they didn't really think it was anything big. They have to go investigate it. So being under investigation doesn't mean really shit. Okay. Now being under investigation and they've got you in fucking jail. Sure. That probably means that they are sure you did it, but if they haven't come and they haven't taken you and they're just letting you walk for, they don't really know anything about you. They, they have to figure it out. Now, if they start tying you to some shit, they're going to come at you and start questioning you and questioning because they need to get more information. They didn't come question me. They went and looked. They were like, oh, God, let me pass this over here and make let them investigate it, too. And that way we did our due diligence. You know, I'm not worried about that shit. And I'm not worried about some false report actually being believed or because I, I i'm so fucking boring you know and that's stupid for me to believe because black people have gotten you know trumped up charges and whatever but i'm like here all the time i'm at home all the time <laughs> i'm typing on the internet all, there's you can't really i you're just not going to be able to fucking trump up no charges on me you know it's too hard because i talk too much and i tell my own business and it's just really hard to do that with somebody that's just so open with all their shit, you know? Um, so Pete has been saying things that people are finally realizing are fucking racist. And I'm like, fucking glad. It's the stuff he says about black children um, and um, how they never really had any role models that had education or some shit i'm like what the fuck he he always says something racist but he gets away with it usually but they went back and found some old shit that he hadn't perfected his little racist language to hide so um yeah he got caught because he was talking to some other white dude and he was all yeah yeah they just need role models like we ain't got no black people at home that's role models that spend a day in college hi i've been to college excuse me quite a few black women have been to college okay sure i need to finish those fucking math classes and stuff and that science and my capstone but i still went okay we're not all fucking idiots now i'm not a Rhodes scholar because i'm very lazy but believe that it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> no, don't laugh. <laughs> um, and then, um, so we got Pete out here saying racist shit 
about black kids, kids ain't got no role models and shit. We got Warren line of black gra- grandmothers. That should have been the headline. Instead, you got common dreams out here talking about oh, protesters paid by Walmart people. Shut up, common dreams. That's why nobody pays attention to you now. Um, oh, Biden. Biden, 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 Biden. Biden last week didn't want to make weed legal because he needed to still, you know, investigate whether it was a gateway drug or not. Because Biden is in 1998. He done popped up and woke up and jumped up and he's like, oh shit, it's 2019. And so he said today that it's not a gateway drug. I guess he investigated it already. He spent some time, I guess, at the lab and he was like, what do you think? And they were like, shut up and smoke. And it's not a gateway drug. It didn't put him on heroin. So I look, anything can be a gateway. Okay. Some, for some people it is, for some people it ain't because some people are just going to be more susceptible. All right. To wanting to go to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. There's people like that, but those are people that already have that kind of mind frame and they're that type of person. There's times where I could, I've been like that or I, and other times where I've not been like that. It depends on where your state of mind is, right? I think that most people get into drugs and become addicts because of other shit that's going on with them, you know, mental illness, um, self-medication. That's, I'm dual diagnosis though. So I'm already mental fucking crazy. So if I'm doing something, it's to mask that, you know, it's not because I just want to get high because I don't fucking care. I love sleeping. Well, some drugs let you sleep. Well, well, fuck it. And I am very um, sensitive to opiates and like they'll make me throw up and sweat and I I don't really see how people can, uh, I'm feeling grossed out right now. I don't see how people can be um, addicted to it because it's such a bad feeling, but I don't know. Shit. I've never been able to not throw up from a Percocet. Like I've spent hours at the toilet, just like, Oh my God. And I'll drink some water and I'm back down there. This is a depressing episode (laughs) because I can't fuck with um, opiates, but you know, that's, that's why I, I try not to fucking say anything about making judgment calls on what people do or what people have done because they, everything is different for everybody. And um, some people, they don't get addicted to anything. They can do anything they want. They can do this drug and that drug and it's all fun for them, you know? And then some people will do something and they're like, that's what I need, you know? And hey, that's why we need to have better mental health care better drug rehab um like the shit the rich people get that should be available for everyone you know um and i do think that like um like we do need to do another medicaid expansion um as far as putting more money into medicaid and opening it up to more people because i you know i'm a i'm a believer in um Medicaid for all. <laughs> I think that we should have that available as your basic shit and everybody should get it automatically and we should put more money into it to increase the payments, the payouts. Um, but I think that everybody should get that. And there, maybe there should be some limitations on what it 
is able to cover. Like, you know, you, you can't do just elective anything. It's just for people, just for your basic shit, you know, your your checkups, um, if you're sick or whatever. But it's not for, you know, doing all kinds of extra shit. Um, so that you probably would need a supplemental insurance if you want better, right? You know, you want a private room, you want whatever. I like that. Medicare for all, I could take it or leave it. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think we're going to ever get the votes for it. And I don't think that our current makeup of the Supreme Court will go for it. I think they'll say it's an overreach in one way or another. They'll find some way where it's um, violating the Constitution. And depending on how you read things, may not be or may be. That's the same thing I think about the wealth tax. Um, because the way Elizabeth Warren has it set up, it feels punitive. It feels like it's a punishment. It's an attack. Um, you know, you might say, no, no, it's not an attack. That's okay. That's how you, you see it. I am poor as fuck and I see it as an attack. And I'm like, why not just tax them, um, the right amount in the first place? And why tax the same money every single year? That doesn't seem fair. And you're taxing all their worth every single year. A lot of people's worth isn't in cash. They don't have any, they don't have any cash to speak of. And they have a lot of value in the things that they have. I say you inherited a whole bunch of um, Pablo uh, Picasso paintings and some Monet's and all this other shit, but you ain't never had money in your life. Your grandma left you some stuff and it's worth a lot of money well then you can't pay on that shit you're not going to be able to pay no wealth tax even though you have wealth it's not money so i think we need to be a little bit more careful when we're thinking about what we're trying to do and i don't think elizabeth understands the daily lives of 80 percent of americans you know the, the way she talks about things is sort of elitist and, you know, well, that's best. That's best. You need to stop thinking, you know, what's best for everybody. It's not the same for everybody. Just like when she was talking to these activists, she's like, well, we have great public schools in Massachusetts. Mama, you talking to somebody in Tennessee who's black, who's not living in a, the nice town or the nice part of town. Why would you think that your not your nice schools in Massachusetts would translate to there? Here it might. Okay, we don't really have any shitty schools. You know, we didn't live in um where we had a uh, segregation. We didn't have segregation. Um it's Alaska. We didn't become a state until shit like the 50s and it barely had any people here. We, we barely, we just got people here. <laughs> Anchorage didn't start until I got here. <laughs> so it's, it's not as bad, but you take yourself down to Mississippi somewhere. You go to a town that's already not wealthy where, you know, white people's already struggling. Well, shit, black people are going to be struggling worse and their schools are not going to be up to standard. They're not just not going to, it's not going to be comparative to a school in in um Massachusetts in Boston what's wrong with you and she says like bizarre shit I'm like my head hurts you're stupid what the fuck is wrong with you so she's not that bright 
Um, let's see what else. Oh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg's in the race. I think he's in the race just to make Miss um, Miss um, Lizzie cuckoo, because that's all she's thinking about. And she's talking about it and talking about it. And Bernie's out there losing his mind over it. He's like, he's in here for me. He's not here for Donald Trump. Like, ooh, Bernie. Ooh, you are paranoid. And, um, you know, perhaps he is there to knock you out. I don't know why Elizabeth is the one that's the most nervous. Um, but I maybe because she knows she's weak. And she can't stand up to his questioning. But, like, I didn't want him in the race, but I'm starting to see him like, oh, you're not here to win. You're here to get rid of somebody. Okay. Well, why don't you just say that? So I think he's here to get rid of Bernie and Elizabeth. And um, that's what he that's what they get. Uh, Liz, hey, you have a lot of supporters. You better get them the hell out my mentions. Whining. Why are you guys in my mentions whining? What's wrong with you? Elizabeth talks a lot of shit. She talks shit. Why you think that people are not supposed to talk shit about her? It's beyond me. I do not get it. As long as she has a razor sharp tongue, she should expect to get it back. She's going to. And she can't take it back now. I'm still stuck on how she told Biden he was in the wrong primary. Bitch, are you serious? I haven't gotten over that moment. I think that's the moment that stopped her her um, momentum. And it brought her back down to earth. And so she's, she's no longer moving her head in the bowl. She's stuck right where she's at. She can still go down. She needs to maybe think about how she's been acting because what goes up can always go down and it probably will. And usually if we have somebody ahead right now, they go down after the, after December in the next year, in the next year, because that's just how primaries go. People that are leading right now usually are not the winners. If they are the winner, they have always lost to the other side. This has happened every time, every cycle. You know, I'm a history major. I, st- I just look back and I said, oh, shit, this is how it goes. I don't know why it goes that way. I'm not a poli-sci major. I did do, I was doing a minor in it. I still need like a couple more of those. No, um, you don't usually win if you're ahead right now. Hillary was ahead from the beginning to the end. Trump took it. Um, Gore was ahead beginning to the end. Um, Bush took it. Um, Obama was behind until June. Um, Clinton was behind until February. Um, before that, Carter was behind, but I can't I can't remember until when. Those are the only them presidents we have had in the last 40 years. Carter, Clinton, Obama. Notice something about that. The first black president and the real first black president are our last two presidents. And both of those had heavy black support. 
enthusiasm. We came out for Bill and we came out for Obama. We had too much bullshit going on last time and people manipulating things. Otherwise, Hillary would have won. I do. I, I think she did win. And I think they fucking just cheat her out of it. But the only two we've had have been when we were like, fuck it, let's just go and get black enthusiasm. Just see if we can do, do it. And we did. And that's what we need to do. But I can see that we're trying to go with Miss Lizzie. Liz would never get the enthusiasm. Doesn't matter how many black voters she has right now or, you know, that, you know, well, she has more than Kamala is way behind trying to compare her to somebody that's behind 10 or more points makes no sense. You should compare her to the people that she's at the same spot with. That is Bernie. That is Biden. She is way behind Biden in the black vote. That means enthusiasm for her is fucked. Biden is going to have his own enthusiasm problem with women my age and younger because we're like, uh, uh, and a lot of people older than us are like, yeah, come on. And we're, uh, uh-uh. nah, nah, look, I will if I have to. And that's how we feel about Biden. But Liz, if you don't feel her, you're like, fuck no. And that's how it is with black women. The black women that like her, they like her. The ones that don't like her, they fucking hate her. And that's not ever going to breed no kind of fucking enthusiasm. We're not going to drop our feelings about her and just be like, yay, we're never going to do that. Mm -mm. We will be like, fine, I'll absentee vote for her. But we're not going to talk her up. We're not going to go around trying to pump people up for her. Because, I mean, we're not going to lie. And we're not going to pressure people to do something that we might not do in a different situation. So we'll just do what we have to do. But we know she's not going to win. Bernie, same shit. I know a lot of people think that, oh, he's doing better with black people. He's doing better with me. No, still, I probably won't show up. I might. I don't know. I don't even know if I'll do absentee. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on how he talks. You know, like I'm at the point with Bernie where I know he ain't going to win, you know, and I still think that somebody would go third party if Bernie was the nominee. And they would pull me over there. So I'm not going to make no definites, no dates to vote for Bernie Sanders. Mm -mm, Never. Um, So Joe, yeah. Bernie, no. Liz, convince me. Okay. Bernie had this whole year um, to convince me. And he went around on a Bernie tour. He had actually four years. And he still acted like he was running for president. He uh, hated on identity politics. He really put black people in a bad spot. A lot of people didn't see it or didn't notice or care, but he did horribly. He did us horribly. Um, No, no. He made things harder for us. Um, mm -mm. Pete, fuck no. Fuck no. If Pete was nominee, I'm going to deregister. I'm going to fucking become unaffiliated. I'm not going to join the Republicans. But I'm damn sure not going to be a Democrat anymore. Fuck you. Fuck no. Fucking Pete. Fuck that. Um, Corey Shore. Yeah. Castro. Yep. I guess so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have done it for Beto. Um, I guess Amy. I need to look a little bit more into her because somebody said something about her and I was like, oh, shit. 
But apparently she, yeah, did that, whatever they accused Kamala of. That's Amy. <laughs> so, oops. Um, but maybe just, just like just to hurt Bernie's feelings and Elizabeth's. Yep, I'll do it. Um, is there any more running that matter? Hmm. Um, yeah, no. Stare. <laughs> no. Bloomberg. Um, who else is in the race? I can't even think of any. Oh, fucking Tulsi. Tulsi, goddamn Gabbard. Hell no. Hell, hell no. Fuck no. Fuck no. So, fuck Bernie. Fuck Tulsi. Never gonna happen. All right. Um, fuck no stare. Fuck no Bloomberg. I fucking Elizabeth is fuck no too until she convinces me. So that's that's my what I how I'm voting. Vote blue no matter who. Fuck you. No, that's my who I'd vote for. So get get used to it. Um, Bloomberg put thirty million dollars in the race for ads. Okay, I don't like Bernie. But remember when I wrote in an article that um, Bernie taught me one thing, and that is that billionaires are even fucking bigger assholes than Bernie. That's true. Fuck you, Bloomberg. 30 million fucking dollars in ads. You're a piece of shit. Um, Obama did say he would stop in to step, uh, step in to stop Bernie. So I am happy about that. But he needs to think about other people he needs to step in to stop. Okay? And that means everybody that are on that list. Oh, what else happened this week? Um, excuse me. Leah lost her mind and started going crazy and um, telling on people for alluding to Elizabeth hiding behind Ayanna Presley when she got boot when she got um uh, shut down by the protesters for a minute and they were protesting her at her rally. Oh, she hid behind Ayanna Presley. She looks so stupid. And so dumb and so weak that they don't want us to talk about it. So they're attacking anybody that talk, talks about it like there's some sort of demon. Um, and, you know, oh, this is not going to help your candidate. I don't give man. Y'all trying to use that shit need to cut it the fuck out. That's called fear of loss. You're not going to get me with that because I don't fall for no kind of bullshits. If Kamala won the nomination she will convince you herself to vote for her it's not gonna be me that's not gonna happen i'm not good at convincing people okay that's why i don't sell used cars mm. so the warren people they're swarming the k-hive k-hive has is, is been you know the bad guy Okay, I've attacked me. K Hive. Shut up. K Hive ain't attacked nobody. We don't attack people. I was told that we say mean questions. We ask mean questions and we ask and ask. That's not an attack. Okay? And it, because the questions mean, what the fuck is a mean question? Whatever. We ask you questions you don't want to answer. 
because we know the answer already and we know you know it too we're trying to see if your ass will fucking answer if you have that much integrity do you have it no none of you do because if it's a question about your candidate and they did something wrong you want to obfuscate you want to dismiss you want to do anything besides admit that your candidate is problematic because you want to focus on my candidate who has already given explanations she's already given me um apologies for pretty much everything she's discussed it explained it all that your candidate won't deal with it so you want to fucking not deal with it so when we ask questions you feel all attacked and oppressed and it's gotten to the point where a lot of white people have been oh this is racism against whites it is not racist it's against you to ask you hey own up to your shit you need to stop y'all have been acting real crybaby-ish and it's enough titty babies um Kamala came up with the mental health plan that'll have double the mental health beds. And I'm glad because all these titty babies from the Warren Hive are going to need somewhere to rest, okay, to get their minds right because they're so fucking fragile, you know. Oh, <laughs> you right winger. Oh, why would you say Warren? faked her race she faked it she fucking lied she knew goddamn well she was white she went to a segregated high school okay there was a black woman that desegregated her high school who warren conveniently left out of her speech but you know warren went to a segregation high school in the nicer town okay 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 it was an all-white school they're like, oh, there were some Latin, Latino people and Native Americans. I don't, that doesn't mean shit to me. Black people couldn't go. She knew she was white, okay? It said it on her birth certificate. She waited till she was 39, then she's not white. I'm about to be 39. I guess I'll change my race. Will that work for me? Never, okay? Okay? Nobody ever believed she was a Native American. Thank you. I'm a little bit tired of having to say Nobody ever believed that. Okay, stop. Only person that she was ever fooling was her goddamn self. Okay? Nobody told her, you're this or you're that. Her parents put white on her birth certificate. She should have fucking went along with that. And known, you know, oh, I better not uh, overstep myself. Didn't nobody need her to um, play games and shit? Fuck. I'm tired. Of white people thinking that some distant 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 uh ancestor has any effect on their race stop you know what the fuck you're talking about okay that's some blood purity weird shit that oh my well my white got tainted by another race so it's not pure enough to be white no you're white okay i don't care if you're 10 percent black 20 percent black but your ass got raised as a white person. You look white and America accepts you as white. You're white, okay? You don't get to go back and be like, well, I'm black now. No, you're not. No, we don't accept you. We don't accept you. We don't care, okay? You have to have been black. You have to been black. You had to been in school having to deal with being black, okay? You had to been like, oh, they asked you, I'm black. You had to fucking do that, you know, as a child. No, leave me alone. So... I don't know how Native Americans feel about people that want to come back and 
I found out this and now I'm with you. Probably the same way I do. No. Because <laughs> I've had people like find out they have some ancestor and 18 some fuck. They're like, he was black. I'm a black woman. No, you're not. The fuck? My God, we're going to have to start giving fucking membership cards too. All right. Goddamn, I'm tired of this shit. People come and cross it back over. You can't cross back over. Okay. There's only one way. If you either hear with us from the beginning or you're there, you can't come back and use your sometimey. We don't want no sometimey shit. We're going to have to make some rules about this shit. And I'm going to pass them around and we're going to have to get all the old black ladies to sign off on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit tired of this shit. All right. So, warrant storms are attacking the K-Hive. They harass me. They bother me. They ask me stupid questions, okay? They're not even asking mean questions because that's fine. I have the answers to those, okay? Any dumb shit you can come up with about Kamala, I either will admit it or I will debunk it because I am not a fucking lying stan, okay? Um, I don't stand for anybody. If they did something wrong, they did something wrong and that's it. Um, I can admit that that they did that and I can also just say, "Hey, that I'm willing to accept that." Okay? About them. Okay? What is wrong with you? Why can't you guys admit that your person did something wrong? Y'all got some y'all need some fucking help. Um, like with Kamala, I wasn't happy with her being for Medicare for all and banning insurance. I was like, girl, hell no. Then she came out and I was like, okay, maybe I went a little too far and she changed her health plan. See, see what I'm saying? And then there was something else that happened. Like when somebody said something and she was laughing, but she didn't hear the whole thing. Okay. I do that too. So I gave her that one and she apologized. So we're good. And that shit happens again. I will not believe her because <laughs> that's who I am. I don't, I give you once, but when it's the second, third, fourth time, uh -uh. Mm -mm. that's Warren. That's like with Warren. She keeps having these things where she lies and then she'll have to come out and, oh no, it was this. And and they're like, leave it alone. Get over it. No, no. She's done it too many times. She will have, she needs to come out and speak real and honestly and openly. I never have to had to deal with that with Hillary. Hillary didn't come out lying, 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 and then, oh, okay, here. No, I would not have liked it, and I, like, mm -mm, I don't believe she would have ever done that. No, she wouldn't. Um, Hillary is, is a funny subject with me because I started out not liking Hillary, and it's, like, I gradually started liking her to the point where now I'm one of the most loyal people to her, and her used-to-be loyal stands are disloyal as fuck and i'm like irritated with them like oh yeah bitch you you fucking you were so down before you know what i'm saying when you needed her but now you're just gonna go with her enemies and that's crazy to me because like i don't like people that talk shit about hillary because it, it was a gradual thing for me to be like oh okay she's not so bad but i had liked her a whole lot before when i was a kid because, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to put on the headband because she had the headbands. Chelsea had the headbands. And I had the same ones. I went and got them. And, um, you know, I was like, she's going to be the real president. Like, you know, 
Um, <laughs> and when she was, um, she would go down there and go to Capitol Hill and she'd fight her little battles. <laughs> I was always right there like, yes, <laughs> I don't want to bake cookies either, even though I did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think a lot of the reason why I went from liking her to not liking her, it had to do with society and the media and the way they portrayed her and, you know, just people always talking bad about her. And then it just got stuck on me. But, you know, I'm, I can admit when I was wrong, I was fucking wrong. I should have not gotten filled up with all kinds of bullshit, but people get their heads filled up with bullshit. Um, people have to fucking take the time to go and relook at information or even look at information in themselves. Um, a lot of people aren't doing that. They don't do that with um, Kamala. They just believe whatever nonsense. Um, and I'm starting to get like really irritated and I'm gonna have to start writing like debunking articles again because I am frustrated. So yeah, so that was that. Kamala has a mental health plan. You gotta go read it. And then she went and cooked with Mindy um, uh, Kaling for her dad with her dad so you guys gotta go look at that and there's a, a few more really good things going on um but um Kamala said something um to about Pete okay and him bringing up the gay experience in relation to um the black experience and you know kind of like because I'm gay I can kind of understand and I wish he wouldn't do that. It's not true. It's not, it's not really even similar because these are um, completely different experiences. Um, we have a lot of black gay people. We actually see there's where it's mostly like, you're going to find more instances of gay um, in black people, right? By population, or we just have a higher percent of gayness which is why we also have a higher percentage of homophobia, okay? That's how shit goes with Black people. Um, if we have a lot of it, then we also have a, a reaction to it, right? Um, and uh, we have to work that out. But we're not far behind everybody else. And if we're just going to go by numbers, um, sheer numbers, there's way more homophobic white people way more millions more okay because it's just an 11 point difference between the populations the black and white but they have so many more people that they just win you know but he said something about him relating because of of that and um the black people black gays are with harris's answer you know like don't compare them and then there's a lot of white gays that are like, no. And, um, you know, they, they, they're mad about them. They're starting the fight. I don't understand why white gay people think there's anything that's the same or why, why they, why they believe that. Um, I think it's a, a little bit of a oppression Olympics when they do that. Cause I had a couple come at me and, um, Oh, you know, if your parents find out you're gay and they kick you out or you mean like if the cop finds out you're black and he blows your brains out and you're not doing shit cause you're an 11 year old child playing with the toy gun, 
you need to fucking stop. It's not the same. It's not the same experience. It's not going to be the same experience. It's not going to be com- comparable. You can't compare these two experiences. You just cannot. Can't explain. You cannot compare what it feels like to know that generationally for hundreds of years, you have been stuck in the back, whether owned, um, whatever it is, you are always going to be seen as, you know, lesser than. Um, Y'all have your own fight. We have our own fight. Some people have both fights that they're fighting. This shit just kind of makes it harder on them when you try to play these games with black people. We you have black gays that are right here and they're in the middle in the crossfire. And they're down with you and y'all struggle and they're down with us and our struggle and they have two struggles. And then they have to have us fighting with y'all and there's a stupid fight going on over whose is worse. No. You know, speak to your experience, we'll speak to ours and we don't need to fucking um play any kind of games where we're who's is worse and who's is because that shit gets old i don't even feel like it you know it's who's is worse who cares okay they're both bad um we're gonna always think ours is worse okay we're just gonna think that um fighting with us about it what the fuck is the point you know you're coming over you're all angry you're like why would you sit and like you're talking to people that have ancestors who were lynched for being black. Um, multiple. You have people that have ancestors that were owned by yours. You know, whether you're gay or not. You're white. You're gay. You, oh, we, oops. Yep, I have a land, I have a slave over in my. And so you got to stop. Just stop. We're not going to agree that you know, you had it worse than us, or we, you're not going to agree that we have it fine, but don't come over and start the, start the fight. Cause we're not going to come over to you and start it. We are going to stay over here and talk about our shit and how we come up from this and come through this and get out of it. You know, you are waiting on society to accept you, you know, and coming over and abusing us and calling us names and attacking. How is that helping anybody? We're just, it's reinforcing with us that all white people are raceless, even gays, right? And for you, it's reinforcing what? That you're never going to be accepted all the way. So coming over and starting a fight and making it into a battle, that's not going to be helpful. If you want to come over and you want to support us and ours, then we're going to be more likely to come support you and yours because we can see that we can trust you, you know, because we don't really feel like we can trust anybody you know, anybody white, you know? So I would prefer if, you know, we could get some trust going first. Could we get some of that going first? Because then people are going to be more likely to hear and listen and actually pay attention. And you're talking to people that are like oppressed minorities um, in different situations. Some of us are doing good. Some of us are doing bad, you know? And, you know, you got to give us some space to be able to talk about how it feels, you know, to be who we are and how it feels to live in this country as who we are, you know, and how sometimes how we feel that, you know, we've been having this struggle for so long and 
you guys have been moving along and yours has been just like like doing good right your fight has been doing good and you're rocking along and more and more accepting you every day and we're still stuck here and we feel like we're never going to get out of this place and you know you're feeling like eventually you know it'll be universal acceptance of you and we're never feeling like that we don't feel that way so we're a lot of us are just like pessimistic as fuck about the future and you know to take that into consideration you know instead of fighting 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 why are we fighting we got a lot of fucking other people to fight you know that's what i'm saying about like the warm people you need to stop coming to try to fight with us we're over here in our place yes we do not like her but we have reasons and we have shit that she did that she needs to explain and for you to just dismiss it and be like ah it doesn't matter what are you talking about you're not black it doesn't matter to you you're white but for some of us it does matter and because it shows how much consideration she's going to give to our issues in the future how does she see us how does she feel about us How's she going to treat us? Is she going to just be like shrugging her shoulders and saying, oh, well, because that's what she's done, right? So you're like, oh, no, everything's going to be fine. Better than Trump. Um, That's not the standard we're we're doing here. Okay, we're sorry. We're trying to pick the best Democrat, not better than Trump. If it's just better than Trump, I'll, I'll be your next president. I'll do it for you. Okay, I'm not going to do much work at all. Okay, okay. Somebody else is going to have to do the work. Maybe um, Stacey Abrams. She can do the work. Okay. Oh, Gillibrand. She works hard. She can do the work. I ain't fucking doing the work. So I can be your next president if it's just better than Trump. Know that I'm just as lazy as him. I just spell better. Okay. Um, And I probably won't start any fights with anybody um, in another country. And I won't meet with Kim Jong-un unless he's willing to do like a whole bunch of shit. Like I have to see like, you know, some human rights taken care of because you know, that's who I am, right? You know, I'm like, uh-uh, is everybody eating? You know, I, and I have to see people eating and all that shit. Mm-mm. Nope. They have to have nice clothes on and I have to I have to be able to talk to them secretly and ask them questions and make sure that they're not getting beaten because I'm not, I'm not with that. And, and he'd have to get rid of the fucking... You know what? He's not going to want to meet with me. Um, Putin, he ain't going to want to meet with me either because I don't like the glint in his eye. Um, you know, a lot of people, oh, I will meet with the Canadian guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll meet with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to meet with that English guy, Boris or whatever. He's weird, dude. I don't like him. Um, so I'll be your president. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> And that's the end of the show. Um, subscribe to the show. Hit the like button. Um, and I'll do more Bernie impersonations next time. But right now I'm doing um, trivia, candidate trivia. So I'm going to do that. And we're going to do we're going to do sponsor my child for her birthday on Twitter. So love you guys. Bye. And this has been Brave in the K-Hive. Thank you all for listening. You can go ahead and like, subscribe. You can donate to the podcast at superbrave81 
You can donate on Anchor or you can donate to Bravenac at um, PayPal. So go ahead and do that. Thank you very much. And I'll see you guys next time. I'll probably do episodes more often. Bye.